The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We live in a fast-paced, hectic world where it is easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing your sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories for many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining hosts and their guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here are your hosts, Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin. Welcome to Master Your Life, uh, the show of insight, intelligence, and inspiration where we ask you to consider where it is you are in your life right now and where it is you would like to be. I'm host Leah Mattinson and not today joined by my co-host, Dr. Howard Rankin and hoping he will join us later on in the show. Um, But today, I do have a wonderful guest to introduce, Lee Holden. And Lee Holden is a world-renowned leader in a practice called Qigong, uh, which uh, just became kind of known to me in the last few months. I had the pleasure of meeting one of his business associates um, just at a business meeting uh, in the U.S. while we were traveling, and this young man just struck me as somebody who was just really spiritually kind of centered and sound. So as I got into chatting with him, uh, he told me about his employer, this Lee Holden. And uh, as I understood more about what Lee did, I thought, ooh, this is something that I need to bring to my daily practice and understand more of. Uh, so just through some, you know, chit-chatting, I was able to actually get Lee to agree to come on and, and, and just talk about what Qigong is. Now, Lee first discovered the healing power of Qigong and Tai Chi after experiencing injuries that nearly sidelined his his soccer career. And uh, he is a, a graduate of the, the University of California, Berkeley. Um, but during that time, he actually learned more outside of the university classroom as he um, found his way into a Qigong classroom. And his um, love for this I would not call it a sport, but his love for this um, movement or moving meditation has uh, just led to this wonderful 30-year career in expanding his own wisdom and knowledge and taking that internal learning and transitioning it out to the larger world to become a teacher and a mentor uh, to thousands of people. Um, So, Lee, without further ado, welcome to the Master Your Life show. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh, wonderful. I am looking forward to it. And uh, we've already had some wonderful conversations, so I'm really looking forward to sharing that with your audience. That's wonderful. And thank you. And just, I'm so excited for you to share. Actually, just maybe we could just start out with like your personal journey into, into this. Like, where did you start out as a young man? How did you come to find out about Qigong? You know, it actually started off quite early. Um, and I think we all have some experiences of what she is or energy or excitement or life force. And for me, it started when I was about 10 years old. Um, Funny enough, my parents took a class on meditation, creative visualization and hypnosis. And it was probably one of those weekend workshops. And they were like, okay, make sure you go home and practice. And my parents decided to practice on the kids, of course. So, you know, I remember (laughs) when I was 10 years old, I was like, lying in bed, and my dad comes in and is like 10, 9, 8, you know, putting me in a trance. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, this is cool. This feels really good. The power of my mind is incredible. I felt all this energy and light and power coursing through my body, uh, which I just thought was sort of normal to feel this life force energy and electricity moving through you. And uh, it became one of our nightly rituals, where I just like go to sleep and 
dad comes in and gives you a guided healing meditation and a visualization. And, um, yeah, so I, I was very curious about what this electricity, what this energy was that was moving in my body. And it wasn't until I was in college where I was started reading books on meditation, um, on Chinese medicine, on yoga, where they explained what this electricity was. Meridian lines and acupuncture points and energy practice and breath work and mindfulness all became something that I became uh, very interested in. You know, I was studying psychology, right. and through all my classes, it was like they weren't teaching any techniques. They were just giving us labels on why we felt bad, but nothing to do to feel good. And so mm-hmm. it just was a catalyst for me to really want to, you know, use this work in my own life, but then uh, help people to discover their own power that, that is often latent or dormant within. Right. And you had this really interesting story um, of kind of this transition or awakening within yourself of when you noticed somebody else at university doing something differently and it got you curious. Can you, can you share that story? Yeah, that was actually quite funny. So I'm, I'm, I'm playing soccer. I'm playing competitive soccer. Uh, you know, I'm studying at UC Berkeley, which is really competitive as well. So there was a lot of stress uh, in my life for a, you know, a young 18 year old. And I was taking this really hard class. I think it was called industrial psychology. And this, um, this gal was sitting there just looking at the teacher in a very calm state. Um, you know, could tell she was maybe doing some deep breathing and everybody else was frantically taking notes and trying to get the information stuffed into their head so that, you know, in university, what you do is you stuff all this information in. And then you regurgitate mm-hmm. it later on a test, and you don't really develop this critical, creative mind of ours. And uh, so after class, I just asked her, I was like, what, what are you doing in class here? And she said, well, I'm, I'm meditating, and I'm just, I, when I relax, I just allow the information to come in. And then when I go to take the test, I just relax again, and then I have easy access to all this information. Um, and she just reminded me that your mind and your brain has tremendous potential, you know, it's better than any supercomputer. And then if we know how to use it skillfully, then we can tap into this power <clears throat> and potential that we all have within. And, you know, that's what Qigong is all about. It's really about how do we get access to the best energy that we have within ourselves. And she would get, you know, straight A's through the class. So um, I started taking uh, Zen meditation at the center where it just really taught you to relax deeply and access this you know, wonderful energy from the inside out. And so part of my practice is to combine movement, meditation, and, you know, and, and, and a practice that really feels good. So it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like you have to, like, oh, I have to meditate or I have to exercise. Really, when you wake up, you go, like, oh, I get to do this because I know it's going to really enliven and brighten my day and I'm going to feel good from the inside out. So it was quite a fun yeah. Fun, and I think uh, that I think that's a really good point because a lot a lot a lot of people think that med- meditation really is just you know you have to sit cross legged and you're you know you've got your <clears throat> fingers touching your thumb and you're going oh and you're praying yeah. <laughs> they're meditating that's right and trying to yeah, keep we have a really interesting thoughts. view of meditation <laughs> yeah it's true. very intimidating <laughs> to, to yeah. think about doing well, it well when you and I were just way. talking. You and I were just talking, somebody said, well, I can't meditate. And I was like, well, can you worry? Yeah. And they were like, well, yeah, I worry all the time. And we all worry all the time. I'm like, well, meditation is just the same thing, except you're, instead of worrying about yeah. something negative, you put your mind on something positive. So we all can meditate. Right. We, can, we all have that capacity to focus the mind and to relax. Mm-hmm. If you can worry, you can meditate. It's the same thing, just done in reverse focusing on something that you really want in your life or what you want to create inside yourself and then putting attention there. So meditation is a skillful use of your attention. Yes. And my mom and I were just talking about this last night, so I just think it's appropriate in that um, when the worry takes over and she's, you know, planning for, um, you know, kind of they've retired and they've got, you know, some siblings that are having health issues and, you can your right. head can really get spun into all of the um, what I call paper tigers. You know all the think possibilities and the potentials. And and my uh-huh. mom's a real planner. Like so, she plans for. She doesn't want any 
anyone else to have any responsibility for them becoming ill or any of that. So she comes from a very a position of responsibility. But she also right. gets into, I'm sure, much like lots of people, into this worry state. And I just yeah. um, said to her, you know, Mom, yeah, that whole faith and fear, you know, you got to trust God um, and go back into your heart and get out of your head, which is what meditation does, is I, at least uh-huh. from my experience, is it takes you out of that head, um, you know, kind of thinking state and connects your heart um, to, to your head. Uh, and in that moving meditation thing, there's even like a stronger connection. Do you have like some comment yeah. on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I love that paper tigers because we all get in our heads, and most of the problems that we have in our lives never ever happen. They're just all in the head, and you know, we worry and we have fear yeah. and we have concerns and we have mental stress, and it's kind of like in Qigong we say, how do you transform that stress into vitality? How do you transform that into something that's powerful within? And nature does this all the time. We have um, energy that's no longer useful. And if you can compost it, if you can compost that negative emotion, that worry, you can grow a beautiful garden of positive energy within yourself. So this practice is very natural. Meditation is something that we do all the time, whether it's worrying or paying attention to TV or devices. It really helps Mm -hmm. you to go from where you are right now inside yourself and gets you into the state of where you want to be. Because we all want more lightness, more inner peace, more relaxation, more clarity, more internal power, but we don't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. So in the same way right. you can change the radio sets or change the station on the TV, you can change that station within yourself with the right tools and techniques so that you're tuning into those <clears throat> positive emotions, positive states of mind, and positive energy, um, but we just don't know how to turn that dial. Most of us are on a radio station in our minds that we don't like, like that somewhere between, you know, heavy metal and, you know, acid jazz or whatever it is. It's like, well, this is discordant. I don't like this station. And in fact, a lot of times we're in between stations. So you just get this fuzziness in your mind. And it's like, okay, here's how you tune that dial into something that's clear and focused and that's pleasant to to listen to. Because we all have that sort of roommate in our mind that is constantly chattering at us. And if we can change that into something that's positive, then we end up in a state in our bodies and in our minds that feels really pleasant and good and elevating. And so mind and body in Qigong practice are seen as a continuous stream of energy. And in fact, the way we can shift and change the mind or even the heart is in and through the body. And we all know that, you know, when somebody's feeling down or depressed, they stand in a particular posture. And when somebody's happy or feeling good, their posture changes. So if you change and move your body, it's directly accessing the power of the mind and the power of the heart. So there's really simple techniques and tools to shift and get us into a state that we really like being in within ourselves. Right. And so I think let's talk about that a little bit, Lee, just um, for the listeners who are thinking to themselves, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to learn one more thing. (laughs) Um, yeah, because yeah, already right. people who are listening are in a state of, you know, being stressed potentially, and then the, you know, adding, thinking about learning something new, even if it sounds good, sometimes things that sound good sound, you know, are too good to be true. Uh, so yeah, how right. difficult is it to change your state? You know, it's not difficult at all. It's, you know, we can change our state very quickly through, you know, through the breath and through the posture. Um, you know, it's kind of like uh, sometimes I have people and readers or listeners can do the same thing right now. If you, if you just look up and expand your chest and take a deep breath, look up and, and smile just a little bit and then say, I'm so depressed. You know, it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't you can't work. look up and smile and, and be depressed. So it's something that you can do, you know, in a matter of seconds throughout your day. There's lots of little techniques of shifting states, like sometimes we do find ourselves feeling a little bit down or stressed out on the daily basis, and what we can do if we can get into a resourceful state, into an energized or charged state in just a few minutes, we are so much more effective in whatever it is that we're doing that it's, um, you know, this practice is so practical, and what I've done is tried to make the practice, even though it's, you know, 
mysticism from the East, make it really accessible and integrated into daily life because your daily life is where this practice should be working. So you should be showing up with our family or our work more clear, um, more energized, more excited to, to, to dive into your life, you know, because let's face it, life is short. We want to, you know, kind of have the most energy and our best energy moving forward um, with excitement and passion and not showing up kind of like, oh, man, another day. We want to get there and feel really charged and energized about what we're doing. And there's a way to do it. Yeah, and I think if you ask most people, um, and the Dalai Lama was actually talking about this on his recent uh, show, Awakenings, and just kind of at the end of it, not to be a, a spoiler, but he talks about what most people want is to be free from disease and happy. And that if we could just yeah. figure out those two things, you know, <laughs> um, then our, our life would be pretty complete. And those things, right. um, like happiness and um, happiness and wellness come from having, uh, you know, uh, a youthful sort of body, a useful cellular mm-hmm. structure, which mm-hmm. comes from these yeah. kind of energetic movements. And meditations yeah. are actually shown to be the things that heal. So when we talk about longevity yeah. um, and having a life, like a really long, well life, the people who yeah. have successfully done that have uh, had a few things in common. And so the th- things that they've had in common is they've had good daily habits, you know, around kind of physical wellness, nutrition, and mm-hmm. they have a heart that is operating at a different sort of state. So the heart spaces they've operated from love and from compassion and having a heart that's open to experiences. Uh, yeah, so what, right. Qigong, uh, what Qigong seems to do, um, from my limited exposure, is that it kind of taps into not just the energetics of things, but also to this sort of um, like the space of real love for yourself because the energy mm. is uh, so gentle. Uh, it's yeah. not abusive. It's not, yeah, it's, it's a very gentle... Gentle but powerful. So what's what's the term that you use? It's not gentle and powerful. It's it's energizing yeah, and powerful. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, how. you know what? It, Qigong was called the art of effortless power. And, effortless uh, power. It, yes. it mirrors the movements of nature. So you watch the way a river flows down mm-hmm. the mountain. It's not efforted, right? A cloud moving across the sky isn't all stressed out about trying to get to its destination. You know, we're part of nature, and we forget. We've lost lost our connection both within ourselves and to the world around us. So life can be effortless and powerful and wonderful, and we can feel that connection between our minds, our hearts, and our bodies, as well as each other, as well as the world that we live in, and really feel that blessing and that gratitude for being able to have all these experiences that we get to have in these bodies and in these minds. And Qigong just helps us to awaken those, those energies within us that allows us to enjoy life more fully. Um, you were saying something before, too, and one of the other names of Qigong is the art of preventing disease and prolonging life. And we all ah, have tremendous... Ah, how's that neat? Isn't that, isn't that nice? The art of preventing disease and prolonging life, because your body has amazing healing capacity if we can clear the stress and we can tap into those um, energies of health and vibration and healing within ourselves. Uh, the body knows how to heal itself. The body has wisdom and intelligence. I mean, your body's doing that all the time. You don't have to beat your own heart or you don't have to digest your food. Your body's intelligence knows how to do it. You know, we eat a meal and all those nutrients go exactly to the right places, to the right organs, without you having to do anything effortless. So this is the art of effortless power, that there's effortless power happening inside you all the time and you reestablish that whole body intelligence and wisdom through relaxation, through calming the mind, through clearing stress and transforming it into vitality. Right. And, and so does this include also, Lee, then, that you, because you're so um, in tune with your body in this effortless sort of way that you really are able to respond to what your body needs? So when you use food as an example, I think uh, that's a great it's a it's a thing we have a whole bunch of rules around about yeah. what we eat and how we eat right. it and when we eat it and da da da. So so when you're actually practicing um, qigong, do do you, is this like it, do your daily habits flow 
more freely as well. Um, yeah. You know, so that you're, right. you're living. You, yeah. You know what it is? You know, with less rules more, because you're, you're doing better things for yourself. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's really that you speak the language of your body. You can listen to your body. And we've really turned this off. So, for example, when we have pain, we take a painkiller. So your body is trying to speak to you, right? The body speaks a language of sensation. It doesn't speak in a linguistic, uh, you know, it doesn't speak linguistically. It speaks in terms of sensation. And it's really a really simple language of pain and pleasure. And so as we start to listen to the areas of discomfort in our body, we become sensitive to it. In Qigong, you become sensitive to the subtle energies, the subtle cues that your body is giving you all the time. And there's tremendous wisdom in the body. We all talk about gut feelings. We all talk about this kinesthetic wisdom. You know, I have a feeling about that person, or I have a feeling about the situation. Well, there's wisdom in the body. And when we start to slow down the mind and slow down the body, there's this wonderful magic that happens where we can listen to the wisdom, the inherent wisdom within and the body starts to tell us, oh, you know, you know, whether it's food or whether it's a situation or a person, we start to really become more intuitive because you're more perceptive. And so this wisdom of the body comes through in a much stronger way. So, you know, instead of sitting at our desk for, you know, eight hours straight and the body's going like, hey, this doesn't feel good, and then eating, you know, fast food or drinking sodas, you start listening to the wisdom, hey, why don't you get up and stretch for five minutes and have something healthy? And you really feel the energy respond in your body because we all know how it feels when we're unhealthy and we make poor choices. The body becomes low vibration. We don't feel as good in the body. We make healthier choices. We do more movements. We do more breathing. We're in a clearer state of mind. We're eating a little healthier. We're getting enough rest. The energy shifts. And there's you know, and she so know, what we, I find so, so amazing is that, yes, go ahead. Just, we need to go, we need to go to a break. So when we come back on the other okay. side of the break, we're going to talk about more about this wisdom and the energy of the body. Uh, and we will come right back after this break on Master Your Life. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've been searching for fat loss and mental clarity in one place, think ketosis. Maybe you've heard about a ketogenic diet but have been totally turned off by the painstaking effort to do it. Well, agonize no longer because there is a solution. What could be just as simple and easy as taking your daily vitamins? Visit reallifetraining.expert to find out. Raise your hand and get in on the front end of the total wellness revolution. Get well, manage your mood, clear your mind. Visit reallifetraining.expert now. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Master Your Life. To reach Leah Mattinson, Dr. Howard Rankin, or their guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Leah. That's L-E-A-H-A at changeyourlife.expert. Now, back to Master Your Life. Welcome back to Master Your Life. I'm host Leah Mattinson, and today I'm joined by my absolutely wise and wonderful guest, Lee Holden. And we were t- talking before the break about uh, the practice of Qigong and how you can easily implement this into your life to decrease your stress and increase your wellness and your ability to flow through life with ease and grace. And so, mm. Lee, I just want to pick up right where we left off and actually talk about the inherent wisdom in the body. And just just carry on from exactly where you were. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing is, is tapping into this inherent and powerful wisdom in the body and, you know, getting into a state where we really feel energized and powerful and creative to be able to, you know, take charge of our day and, and guide it in the way that feels good for us. You know, we have amazing power within. It's just like, how do we get there? How do we tap into that? And, you know, Qigong teaches us to 
slow the body down, and in slowing the body down, you slow down the mind and enter into the present moment and in a relationship to the present moment in a completely different way. So most people are having out-of-body experiences all the time. The mind is thinking and daydreaming and in the past and in the future. And what we're really seeking is more moments of being present and highly energized at the same time. And so Qigong gives you that on a daily basis. It drops you into the present moment in a very effortless way and then recharges and rejuvenates the whole system, you know, very quickly. And so that's why, you know, develop these seven-minute routines is so that people can do that in just seven minutes. Because most people have seven minutes in their day, but not always an hour. So, you know, these seven-minute routines are very straight to the point and can drop you into the present moment and rejuvenate things very quickly. And so that's what I really wanted to develop is something that's quick, easy, and accessible so that that people can really experience that for their own life uh, without having to, you know, trek to the Himalayas or, you know, you know, go to a cave somewhere and uh, try to find inner peace. It should happen every day. Right. And that's very considerate. <laughs> that yeah. That's very considerate right? because I think that's, that's you know, the I've truth. Gone to the it's like it's overwhelming caves, for most you know, people. So that I can come back and tell people, you know, here's, here's, here's a way to distill it into your daily life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just want to share this little story um, that I, so I was going to do, Lee has this wonderful 30-day challenge to get people into the groove of kind of doing the Qigong. And uh, so I signed up for the for the 30-day challenge for uh, about 14 days ago, and I confess that I did not do the 14 days yet. Um, I right. did do the first 20-minute videos, and the um, so the first one I did last night, and I went, oh, do I ever feel good? And then I got up this morning, and I, I went right back. I, I used to be an athletic trainer up until about three years ago, and I got out of my own daily practiced habits because mine, mine were just too overwhelming to keep up within my daily life, and I was becoming injured. Um, so it was almost, it was quite heartbreaking for me. Uh, so looking at the Qigong, I went, oh, this really looks like something I, I could um, embrace. And so this morning I got up. Uh, the first thing I did was came out to my kitchen put on my little computer screen and stood on my little carpet in the kitchen and did this little 20 minute um, energizing um, I don't even I don't even think you'd call it a workout it's a practice and, but yeah. I felt like a million dollars and I I phoned my son uh, who's 20 and I said do you think that you would be able to you know do this 30 day challenge with me and talk your grandma and grandpa into doing it as well and they uh, all said yes that they they would do the 30-day challenge um, because, and my mom said the same thing. She said, we can do anything for seven minutes a day. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And yeah, and so uh, I think this is something that can be done by every age of person at every stage of life. Um, my yeah. dad has uh, Huntington's disease, so his career is, you know, somewhat progressive. He's not too bad, but I think um, just having done those couple of videos, this is something that he neurologically could wire to do fairly quickly. And um, anything that would bring kind of peace to the system and flow to the system, uh, I I am expecting really uh, excellent results for them because just from those two little videos that I did, uh, my energy is usually fairly high anyway. Uh, However, I can tell you that I probably feel 10 times better. um, And this is now probably about four hours since I did did that little... um, progression of exercises and I feel absolutely fantastic so if anyone is looking for a way to just transition quickly out of you know kind of that uh walking around with your head disattached from your body (laughs) just what I (laughs) feel like a lot of the time is like I got I'm this big head walking around (laughs) you know there's no like what happened to my body there's this huge disconnect and I feel so connected um, today and, fo- and and I'm usually pretty joyful but I'm telling you it's like 10 times at least more joy and more tapped in and, and no I haven't been you know t- drinking a whole bunch of coffee or any of that so it's, it's right. just that quick so quick so quick and I think too uh, Lee if I'm not mistaken you also give away a little there's on your website leeholden.com there is a practice video if people sign up for your newsletter. Um, I believe that I got like a practice video right away that was about six minutes. And yeah, yeah, and, and then yeah. we're also, we have a, you know, our new site, which is called Holden Qigong. So Holden, H-O-L-D-E-N, 
and Qigong, Q-I-G-O-N-G. The hardest part about this practice is spelling Qigong, actually. Otherwise, it's very easy. <laughs> so hold in Qigong, and it, that's where the seven-minute uh, video is, and we, and we have on there a free, like, five-day challenge. So people, when they sign up, um, they get that free five, day, uh, five days of the seven minutes, or there's the 30-day. And then I have a whole bunch of condition-specific things, you know, Qigong for upper back and neck. You know, it's fine-tuning mm-hmm. routines so that it meets people where they are. Qigong for headaches, Qigong for all kinds of different things so that, that you know, we got some access to routines that help us with our health and healing. Um, but you said it, Leah. It's, it's like when you do these practices, like, God, I feel so good. I just want to do them, do them more. And that's, I've been doing this practice for 30 years, and I keep, you know, keep coming back to the same experience. When I do it, I feel much more energized, much more connected to how I want to feel. And when I don't, I'm like, oh, you know, something's just off with my day. And, uh, yeah, it's just a wonderful practice. And people are, are really taking to the, to the practice. I'm, a lot of people haven't heard of Qigong, but it's something that's emerging because it's, it, because it is easy. I, you know, I have a show on public television. I'm starting to work with companies like Weight Watchers, even just as healthy movement, healthy mind. And, um, I think what you're going to see is Qigong emerging as the, the next new form of movement or fitness or mindfulness because it's accessible. It's easy to follow, and it gives great results, especially great results for our health mm-hmm. and healing, which, you know, frankly, people are looking for answers because Western medicine often isn't giving us all the answers, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. pharmaceutical medicines can have so much uh, side effects that are, you know, sort of detrimental. So if we can have something that's natural, that's easy, that's accessible, that we can do in a short amount of time, and that gives us you know, quick results, I think people are going to really take to this practice and help them make shifts and changes in their life uh, for for the benefit of themselves and their friends and family. Let's just talk about um, this whole, the side effects of some things. Uh, um, so besides the pharmacological sort of things, like the amount of people on medications to handle or yeah. deal with their stress, and there's millions of people in North America uh, and the UK that are, are taking... Yeah all kinds of forms of things to deal with stress. The other thing, though, is that people are going to the gym more and more and doing really punishing, Mm -hmm. I'm speaking as somebody who did that, um, punishing routines that that, Mm -hmm. uh, do have a side effect of huge injury and huge injury in the long term. Are there side effects to Qigong that people need to be aware of, or are all the side effects positive? Uh, You know, (laughs) side effects may include, you know, um, spontaneous smiling, uh, better sleep, <laughs> side effects might be more energy. Um, so usually, uh, you know, I kind of say this as a joke because we've all seen the pharmaceutical commercials, you know, where the side effects are often worse than the problem, you know. You know. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> side yeah. effect may include your Absolutely. eyeballs glowing oh. and, you know, walking into walls, right. whatever it is. <laughs> These pharmaceutical things are just like, wow, this is, you know, the side effects may include are worse than the symptoms sometimes. And the beautiful thing about this practice, the side effects, let's say you're doing Qigong for stress, all of a sudden now the side effect is now you sleep better, you're in a better mood, you have more energy, you know. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm working on a Qigong commercial that's, uh, that's kind of funny and comical in the same regard because the side effects are so wonderful. And the reason is that you're addressing the root cause of a problem. So let's say your problem is insomnia, and you're doing Qigong for the insomnia, insomnia, often there's, there's some other symptoms that, that we have. So insomnia leads to also fatigue, which also can lead to anxiety, yes. which also could lead to headaches. Mm-hmm. And so as you, as you disconnect from the root cause, which maybe is stress, as soon as you clear that up, the side effects are all these positive, this cascade of positive things that happen in your life. So finding the root cause, transforming stress into vitality, all of a sudden you have uh, all these wonderful benefits from the practice. Right. And, and also, um, when I was looking at this, I just want to ask, I guess, so when I was considering uh, things to do for myself, for my you know, mental and emotional and physical state, uh, I have had lots of people pitch things like, um, you know, go into the, and um, several different martial arts, forms of martial yeah. arts, and there's always this com- there's always this combative side to that which does not appeal to me. So I've always gone no because I don't w- I don't want to fight. Now there's 
there's no fighting in Qigong, is that correct? No, there's like not. It doesn't turn you know, into a combative really form? The, yeah, it was really the exercises. A lot of these Qigong styles were the exercises of martial arts practice, like how to energize your body. And, you know, martial arts or in, even in wars, there's tremendous stress involved with that. So Qigong was also a development of how to clear the, the stress of whatever life situation was. And at the time in China, people were doing these practices as a way to energize, to center, to clear the stress. Um, you know, modern life has a different set of stress and circumstances than ancient China, but we still have stress. We still have ways in which we disconnect. We still have injuries. Um, so I think this practice is even more practical now than it ever has been. And, you know, what, what I've done is created a style where the intention is to meet us where we are in our lives, to meet us so that it gives us solutions to stress. It gives us solutions to fatigue or pain or, you know, mental, emotional things like depression or insomnia. And it gives us tools and resources where we can transform that because ultimately it's working with the life force energy in your body. Chi just means life force. You know, everybody's alive, and how do we work with that aliveness? Chi was this mysterious term that just meant, you know, where does this life force come from? Nobody really knows whether it's an Eastern perspective or a Western, but what we do want to do is work with this energy in a skillful way, and that's what gong means. Gong means to work with your life force, whether it's your body, your mind, or your emotions, in a skillful way. And so that, like you said at the beginning of the show, that you can truly guide yourself from where you are now to where you want to be. Right, right. And so is there, is there like a quick routine uh, to start with for a first-time person to get involved in yeah, uh, Qigong? Uh, or can you give a little a, you know, sample something? It's nice to start with a little sample routine, you know, do that, you know, on that 30-day challenge, there's an introductory 20 minutes. Um, in fact, there's two of them, and there's also, you know, some written material. Um, you know, you don't have to start with any particular routine. Most of the routines that I've, I've created are beginner's routines to something to start with, whether it's Qigong for upper back and neck, whether it's the 30-day challenge of the seven minutes. You can just start and try it because usually you'll feel something different in your body. You feel most people after their first routine will have some experience of what energy feels like. So you're going to be activating and breathing and stretching and doing some flows. Uh, I work with those principles in every routine. So just mm-hmm. just start. Right. It's so And it's so awesome. I just got to say, it's just absolutely invigorating. And I feel no, I feel no pain from doing any of it, which is, um, I've tried a couple other things in the meanwhile, since I've had my injuries and my old injuries were, would be aggravated by um, trying yeah. the new things. And this has been just, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. So I can't wait to get into the next 30 days. I also want you just to take an opportunity to talk about um, this whole idea of you're not just teaching people, but you're also teaching people to be teachers. Can you talk a little yeah, bit about that? Yeah, I have that? a whole Qigong teacher training program. So if you, you know, if people are interested in becoming a Qigong teacher, I have a whole curriculum uh, that's pretty easy and accessible as well. Some people, they're doing it online. We have live streaming uh, to most of our workshops. And you get to, you know, this has been such a great career for me. I've been able to travel and teach this practice all around the world. And then I'm helping people to tap into their inner power and resources and integrate, you know, movement and stretching and breath work with meditation. And so, you know, people are able to, you know, my teachers are now going like, well, I work in the mental health field and then they're bringing it into hospitals or I'm a Mm -hmm. teacher. So they're bringing it into the schools. Um, there's such an opportunity to bring this work out into the world wherever you feel most drawn and um, start to give people access to their inner resources. Right. You know what I thought was really interesting that I just saw that that uh, taps into this, and I think I can't remember exactly I saw it, but some uh, school in the States, instead of giving detentions, is actually getting the kids to meditate. And they're finding awesome. the results are just amazing. Amazing, yeah, yeah. It's like amazing, what a yeah. complete paradigm shift, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 People are gonna, you know, hey, put me in detention. I wanna go do that meditation thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> what great. Is all in I mean detention. <laughs> we 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 partially because, you know, kids wanna feel, you know, something that's, you know, elevating. They wanna feel connected. They wanna feel that you know, they have so much energy. You know, I have three kids and they have tremendous amounts of energy and so 
uh, I was at this, at this park and this mom was looking at all the kids and she's like, God, if we could just put that into a bottle. And I was like, yeah, that's what Qigong is. It's just taking the energy of a, of a six-year-old, putting it into a bottle, and you get to access that and have a lot more energy. Right. So we've got some time. Could you share just a few stories of, like, transformations that you've seen um, with some of your uh, either clients or your students and, and sort of the oh, outcomes yeah, just, for I mean, them? and kind so of the many. T- it's, it's, it's wonderful. Um, you know, I, I have a show on public television, and one of the first airings of the show, I didn't realize it was going to be a nationwide show, so it aired, you know, all across the United <gasps> States and then into Canada. And all of a sudden, I, my, on my website, I had my home phone number. So suddenly I was oh. getting phone calls from the Midwest. And, uh, you know, I'll do my best as to interpret, you know, to, to do a Midwest accent. But he, he said, uh, he said, hello, yeah, I did, I did that chai gung that I saw on TV, and I did me them exercises, and my back felt good. So it was just like, you know, flipping through the channels, did a little bit of the practice, and he was so surprised that the, <laughs> called Qigong, but he's called it Chai Gong. The Chai Gong helps uh, clear tension and pain in the back. Um, so just a little bit can go a long ways. Uh, you know, a little bit deeper story. One of my teacher trainers who was just here, um, he was in the hospital, and the show was on TV, and he was flipping through, and he started watching the movements. And he was lying in bed. He couldn't move. And he started visualizing himself doing the movements, doing some of the breathing, uh, doing some of the meditations. And he had, um, he had been di- diagnosed with a terminal cancer uh, diagnosis, mm. um, you know, given about four or five months to live. And that was um, five years ago that he saw the show. And he started doing Qigong very diligently, two hours a day, doing his breathing, his practice. Um, there's, and, um, you know, he's one of my teachers and still alive, in remission. Everybody's very surprised, and it was just, you know, wonderful success story. So it, it meets us where we are, you know. It's, it's not that it's going to be miraculous, but your body's miraculous. And if we clear the blockages, all of a sudden, this, like I was saying, the innate healing power comes forth, and we don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So whether it's back pain or stress or something more serious like cancer, your body has this power to be able to heal and to tap in, and so that's what Qigong gives you access to. It's not that Qigong right. heals you, it's that it clears the pathway for you to be able to fall into balance for yourself, and then amazing things happen. Yeah, and it's not hocus-pocus. I think that people um, need to understand that there's this whole new body of evidence um, coming forward scientifically. So for those people who've been practicing positive psychology for the last 30 years, which was me, um, was, uh-huh. you know, like, uh, and it's beyond affirmations. It's kind of like what you believe, uh, you believe you're well, you're well. And I haven't been sick. I haven't had a headache in 16 years. I haven't had a cold, a flu, nothing, uh, not a single thing. And um, so just recently, though, uh, science has had to, science has figured out some ways of testing this stuff and being able to show evidence that actually the truth is that we are wired for healing and longevity and that our actual mm-hmm. DNA is changed by, uh, oddly enough, not, not running long distances, but by meditation and very specific meditation. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, Qigong is one of those practices that actually has that meditation as a component of it. So it's, we're, it's not fantasy that um, people are healed. People are healed at a cellular level by doing the, this particular practice and some particular meditations as well. Uh, so the really cool thing, I think, is that, um, you know, with, in Huntington's disease, which is in my family, we're told there's no hope, no cure, no, you know, and, and people are devastated by that kind of news. And I can remember just simply because of the way I was raised, just like your parents did visualization and and that kind yeah. of thing with you and guided meditations. My parents um, were were well. Like we never had drugs in the house. Like we we just never had. Um, my mom never. T- I think she took one day in forty four years off of work because she had German measles. You know, and uh, you know, so so it's kind of like your daily habits. Of and my my dad was always physical and. And they were always positive and optimistic. And and so when we woke up in the morning, um, my mom was kind of the first one to have aerobics tapes in the house on cassettes Uh doing fluid movement. Yeah. And so we would all be in the living room doing our thing with her. Uh, I really do think that set me up to be well. 
uh-huh. on a yeah. on a cellular level. So this is the coolest. Um, just like an affirmation of those things, this qigong is yeah. like a natural flow through for me and my yeah. uh, head, and also supported very robustly now by science uh, that these mm-hmm. practices heal us at a cellular level, like right at the DNA level. Uh, so we can be well when we choose to be well, which is just such an exciting idea, uh, not just for ourselves. But when we wake up in the morning and we have these little people that we're influencing, and your kids are still pretty uh, young, um, yeah. and, and I have grandchildren now, like, you know, so, so it's not just us that we're um, impacting by taking this little seven minutes a day, but the difference between the energy that you wake up with that's happy and in the right place and where you have a lot of wellness um, you exude that out to your family and out to the community at large. And right. your right. children go into the world in that space, yeah. which, in, you know, if you watch in five minutes of TV right now, the world is in such chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's great. You, I mean, there's if you can't my, do it for yourself. Somebody asked one of my teachers, they said, oh, do you ever get sick? And he said, oh, I get sick all the time, but it's usually just for a few minutes. You know, because you're listening mm-hmm. to the wisdom mm-hmm. in your body, you can tell that things are out of balance. You know what to give yourself, you know, in a quicker way. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. healing is this very interesting thing because, you know, we want to listen to the wisdom of our bodies. And when you start mm-hmm. listening in and doing the right things, you know, you get sick a lot less frequently. And when you do get sick, you know, people... People get sick. People have problems. We're living in bodies. You have tools and resources to be able to help get through the problem, to learn the wisdom, you know, and the lesson there quicker and move on into a good space. So you spend a lot less time in pain or in low energy states or sick than you would otherwise because you're energized. And like you were saying, the science is, you know, is wonderful. And it just shows how when the mind is calm, when stress is cleared, we have more access to that healing power within. Um, and that's been true, you know, in these Eastern medicine uh, sciences for, for a long time, for thousands of years. You know, and they've been around for thousands right. of years, and Western medicine has been around for 200. So, they, you know, there needs to be a complementary wet, uh, medicine that starts to show up because we need both. Right, yeah. And I think that we see that there's some practices that are, um, now a lot, uh, a lot more GPs are going for their naturopathic sides of medicine, and yeah. you actually have you have you have your Chinese medicine. Can you yeah, tell a, a little bit about Chinese that? We just have a few minutes left, but yeah. Acupuncture and you know acupuncture and you know here's how the medicine used to work, which is brilliant. It used to work on a preventative model, meaning you would pay your doctor, uh, you know, like a monthly stipend, a monthly mm-hmm. fee, and the doctor's job was to keep you healthy. Uh, as soon as you got sick, you stopped paying. So. It was true health care. The doctor was there to keep you healthy, not to wait until you get sick and then try to figure something out. We have a business and a medicine that only makes money if people are sick. So, yes, it's very powerful. It has lots of technology behind it. But um, more and more, there's, there's more people that are sick now than ever before. So this is sick care, not health care. And what we're promoting in Qigong is true health care. How do we stay healthy? How do we... When you are healthy, how do you become healthier? How do you become more? And you know, we say that health isn't a destination. I mean, yeah, health isn't a destination. It's a journey. So each and every day, mm-hmm. you do a little something to keep your health and your energy at very high levels. And that's what this practice is based on. Right. A little something every day. So a even if it's yeah. just as much as <laughs> putting your hands up in the air and tilting your head back and smiling... Uh, if that can change your state very quickly. We only have have one minute left, Lee. So is there any last little parting words of wisdom that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Yeah, I think, you know, um, Qigong really, you know, it it is about health, vitality, and energy, but it's also just about, you know, getting into what we call the flow state. And, you know, athletes talk about it, and we all feel the flow state when we're having a good day, and we want to have more good days, of health and vibrancy, and this practice really helps you to to be able to achieve that. You know, if you do a practice in the morning and get your energy up, all of a sudden, you know, the day shifts and the day looks brighter. And mm-hmm. so I just I just love sharing this information because it does help people change their lives and take the power back into their own 
hands and be able to guide and direct their own life force energy, their creativity, and feel more connected to life. And I think we really need that at this time. You know, with our healthcare, all the politics, all the technology and the life stress, we need something that gives us tools and resources to be our best selves and to feel charged up about living our lives and living our lives to the fullest. So thank you very much for having me, and I look forward to uh, more and more Chi Talks with you and your listeners (laughs) and being able to help them. Well, Lee, it's been a privilege and a pleasure, and I just am loving the the work you're doing in the world, and I would just love to encourage everybody who's listening to the show, not just to think about this as a gift for yourself, but if there's people in your life who you think just could, just getting up and moving a little bit could help their mental state, help their emotional state, help their physical state, um, help their kids, just take the, the minute that it takes to look this information up, Lee Holden. And, uh, and just step into moving out of your regular routine and improving your life and mastering your life. And thank you again for joining me this week on Master Your Life. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Master Your Life with Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin can be heard every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, go enjoy your successful life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.